0: Hello all, welcome to the Hope Without Sight podcast with your hosts, Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans. The topic of this podcast will consist of many stories of people from various backgrounds and experiences who have had many challenges and have been able to successfully overcome them and rise to the top.
1: So sit back and relax as we give you the best of these diverse stories.
0: Because if you are feeling down and out, like you cannot make it in the world, then this podcast is the right one for you. Because if my guests can make it, so can you. Happy listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hope Without Sight and the New Year 2023 for episode 21. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Yeah, of course. The goal of this podcast is to inspire others to overcome challenges in life. And by the way, this is Sailor Cooper and Tyler. This, this is Tyler Evans. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, yes. We have big goals <laughs> for this year to help we start making money uh, in speaking and podcasting. We're going to figure it out. But the next guest we have on today actually... He is a balls, as Kimberly <laughs> Crowe says it. I met him. He's, he's appeared on many events, uh, from Speaker's Playhouse to Pogapalooza to um, Podcasters Connect and Collaborate. He is a triple threat science for the mind, karate for the body, and music for the soul. And get ready for your mind shift. He'll tell you all about it. You should just face everything and rise. Please welcome Raja Vanya. Raja, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, Sailor, what's up, brother? Thank you so much for having me on the show. And you get a ring of the victory bell for being so freaking awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: all you. right. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you. you yeah. So tell us about your story. I read your bio. You're ready. You're a triple threat for mind, body, soul, and music. You've done karate, and you've helped people have confidence and rise to the top when they didn't think they could. I, I, you know, I don't mean to point this out to you, but I mean you've admitted it. I've noticed it, and I'm sure you're okay. I noticed you do have a a, a stutter, which everybody everybody has something of some sort. Yep. People can't help it up. But despite this, you've won Toastmasters Award, awards, you've spoken, and you have not let that stutter hinder you. So yeah, take it away. Tell us about yourself.
1: Well, here's uh, really, really how it starts. Out as a kid, it started with a bu- 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 with 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 uh, bullying, and uh, first of all, I'll say like I got to say for you, like I'm so impressed with you because uh, you. what you do and how you how you show up and you show for your audience is really fantastic. So I give you a lot of props for that, like a lot of respect, man. And um, and so uh, when I was a kid, uh, I was born in India, but we came to America when I was very young, and. Uh, you know, so perhaps sometimes I can be speaking like this. I can make my accent if you like, but uh, I can also turn that off too. Yeah. <laughs> and we, That's really, really cool. Really so we, uh, uh, when we came to the school system here, um, uh, we were first in Northeast Philadelphia. Um, and I grew up playing with children of every single uh, background on color and race and ethnicity. And we had a blast and we didn't know what color was. We didn't know what race was. We just know we played whoever could ro- run fast, could play soccer better or play basketball better. We just had a good time playing together. And that's it. Uh, once we moved from away from the city into the suburbs, I noticed that I was a one Indian kid out of a sea of all white children. And so, uh, so some of those, some of those kids took a shine to me and had to point that out. And so I didn't realize that. And so, and then started my, uh, a uh, bullying stories at. that, um, I got picked on a lot because of, uh, I had three strikes against me. I was a skinny Indian kid with big uh, Coke bottle glasses. And on top of that, I had a, I had a, I had a stutter. So, um, you know, I was an easy target for, 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 uh, bullies. And um, as I talk about this, my God, it's like, it always triggers me again. Um, You know, but I struggled a long time going through that and, and even at that time, like the teachers thought that I was actually dem- dem- mentally retarded because of my speech. So they yeah. put me in the, in the like a lowest educating classes. Oh they can drive along. And so, no. wow. Well, yes, they did. So it took them uh, three years to finally realize they, they made a mistake. And so I got out of those uh, uh, special ed classes. I mean, I actually didn't mind because then I just thought I made a whole bunch of new friends. Um, cause, cause I didn't see people that way. And, uh, and But then finally, when they saw what my grades were and what my state aptitude tests were, they knew that I needed to be somewhere else. And I, and I kept telling them, it's like, you know, even, even, even though I like it here, I think I can do more. And I would tell them that. And teachers didn't like me because I actually stood up for myself. And uh, <laughs> by the time I got to fifth and sixth grade, I had the highest uh, scores, not in my class, but in my entire grade in both math and science. Wow. Um, so then then by the time they got to seventh, eighth grade, they finally put me into advanced math and algebra classes, things like that. By ninth grade, a lot of my friends were in the uh, gifted program. And I asked why wasn't I in it? They said, oh, well, you had to be uh, tested when you were younger. I said, okay, well, test me. What's what's the big deal? Is it is it hard? And, you know, guidance counselor said it wasn't possible. I had to bring my father, talk to the principal, and say, listen, I think this is where I belong. Why why can't they test me? And they say, Oh, it's a budget issue. We're not sure if we can if we can afford it. I'm like, is oh. that it? Well, freaking pay for it. Get the test. So finally, when we said that, they said, Yeah, you're right. It's kind of embarrassing that we hold back a student who actually wants to learn. I said, Yeah. So they finally did all that and and, and they they tested my IQ and all these other other parameters and they lo and behold they say yeah you should have been in the uh, a gifted program all along so because of people's perception of what of what of what about uh, stuttering um what they think it is um you know i was held back from a lot of opportunities so then finally in ninth grade i got into the, halfway through the school year i got into the uh, a gifted program and man it just changed my life because then i felt like i belonged in the right place and, you know, I, I always like the smart people in life. Cause I always like that, you know, they're more creative. They're more challenging. They like to do more things. So I just find that it's a lot more fun, you know, because um, you get to do more in your life. And, you know, I joke around right now that life is short. I'm only going to live, I live to 150. And, uh, you know, so I got a long way to go still. So in the meantime, <laughs> I'm going to take advantage of every single opportunity. Now I can. and. And even though i did I did a lot when I was I joined the choir because that was the one place where I felt free verbally because I could sing Wow that's a little bit about me. and then part of the reason why I took karate, same reason I wanted to stop the bullying, and I went to I went to my parents and asked had I had seen the karate kid on tv and i said oh that's it that's the way to change my life because the bullying was getting really bad especially in m- m- the middle school it was beyond a uh, bullying i got terrorized oh my and god there 80? was a kid this kid in my class he would punch me in the back no me, and the teacher couldn't uh see it so they would always miss it so he got away with it uh for years and uh you oh. know and and at the playground they even made a uh you know, four kids thought it was funny to make a stutters, to, to 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 make a stuttering song uh, to talk about me. So if you ever seen any of those videos, like like Stranger Things, where like Eleven is like the one kid being uh, bullied and everybody's laughing at the one kid, that was me. Jeez. So and wow. and it was at that moment I decided things are going to change. I'm going to make it change because I see that the teachers don't oh, yeah. see it and they don't know how to change things. So I'm going to do it. So, I went to my mom and dad and said, hey, I want to take karate. My mom tells me, beta, no, you know take karate. You, you, you're you, going to get hurt. Uh-huh. Then I asked my dad and my dad said, okay, Raja, let's go to school. Let's go see. So, I go to the karate school. We check it out for one class. Then my dad signs what? me up for a year. I'm like, yes, score. Oh, yeah. I finally get to start on my journey. And sure, so, yeah. um, fast forward five years, got a black belt. I By the time I was 16, I was a world champion. Uh, Then I decided that I was going to try for the Olympics. And so I made a two-year plan to train. Train six days a week, four or five hours a day. And then three months after my 18th birthday, I won one of the major East Coast qualifying competitions. Wow. Yeah. And so
0: so did you go to the World Olympics or Summer Olympics?
1: I had qualified for the 94 winter games. But at that time, my mindset wasn't really very positive. My parents told me, well, you got a, you got a scholarship to college, you know, forget this karate stuff. So I listened to them because they thought what was important was me being a doctor, lawyer, scientist, engineer, something important like that. Yeah. So they didn't understand karate and they didn't understand like, Oh, why you want to be like Bruce Lee I said? No, that's not what I want to be. I just want to, I just want to compete for my country but they didn't understand that. So I was dissuaded from that. So that's one of my missed opportunities in life that I wish I could go back and say at age 18, oh, man, I should have gone out to Colorado Springs and trained for two years. Um, but uh, you know, but my parents at the time didn't understand it. And, and you know, us being first a generation in America, uh, there was a lot of um, uh, uh, barriers to getting into uh, something stuff, uh, stuff like that. And, and, and part of it was my own is I'd, I thought I wasn't good enough because of my speech. I'd have to talk to a lot of lot more trainers and people and judges and th- I, I said I don't want to. I don't know if I I want to go through that embarrassment. You know, if I could do something where I don't have to talk and I can just compete, I'll do it. Yeah, but I, I, part of it part of the reason was I, I I was tired of people uh judging me, uh for it and you know and 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 what's odd is like now. When you look back at what I've done now, now I'm a six degree six degree master black belt. Uh, I've been a world champion. I'm in the multiple black belt halls of fame. I've done a martial arts movie called The martialists back in 2018, and now and, and we're now filming the sequel. It's on IMDb, and uh, there's also a martial arts uh, uh, the, the the martial arts comic book series. So we've already released three issues. Wow. Uh, now. Also, I've been a cancer scientist for 25 years. So now as I, as I pivot out of research and I go into uh, mindset coaching, and what I really do is I help introverted executives and introverted entrepreneurs to use uh, this, these five steps to creating black belt confidence. Wow. If I can do it, I think anybody can do it. And, oh, yeah. And, and you hear me now, I'm still not perfect. That's yeah. okay. That's so okay. What I tell people now is like, you know, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. You know, I used to apologize for my stutter. What the hell am I doing? Why am I apologizing? And, and if you don't mind me asking, yeah.
0: was your stutter, like, did you ever get speech therapy? Was your stutter worse than it is now? Oh, yeah.
1: Years. Years of speech therapy. And it would go from like totally pointless to maybe help a little bit. I even got this device called a Fluency Master that they put around your ear that helps connects to your To your uh uh uh, bone conduction so you could actually try to hear yourself faster than what you actually hear yourself speaking to try to change your voice patterns i also went to a four-week intensive up in suny geneseo place called the uh, starbuck fluency fluency clinic it was a it was a four-week intensive program over the summer to to retrain how you speak now a lot of us don't realize speaking is a very complicated process so if oh i say goodness. so if i say like you know say the word stop stop but say the word stop without touching your teeth you, you can't do it no you can't do it no right you say right so i say say unique new york you see how your mouth opens and closes yeah okay? mm-hmm. say the like say the word first first first, first. So you have to purse your lips now, what you're doing is you're doing different kinds of sounds. You have vowel sounds. You have unvoiced vowel sounds. You have consonants. You have, you have, you have uh, explosive sounds. You have unvoiced consonants. And all these things are kind of a mishmash of how you use your teeth, your soft palate, and your lips in combinations. That's yeah. why children, when they're young, and they lose their, their uh, front two teeth, they have a hard time saying, stop it. They yeah. Say, stop it. They, instead, they say, top it. Top it, because I can't get that S out. And that's, it's and that's normal. And that's temporary. That's, and that's temporary. normal. It's temporary. Yeah. You know? yeah. And they kind of work their way out of it, as as their teeth grow back. But, but that makes you realize that wow, that can be affected. So for me, speaking, concentrating on speaking fluently is a lot like you concentrating on your breathing. Now you don't have to. You don't have to focus on your breathing. No. I do. So what I do is I have to slow down. I have to control. How am I going to attack my M's? I can do, it, do an alighted M. So I can say Mother Mary came to me. Rather than getting stuck, I can alight into it. My S's and F's, my um, uh, unvoiced consonants, I can slide into that. I can I can also talk float- like Marilyn Monroe, who had a speech impediment, and she talked like this, so she wouldn't get stuck on blocks.
0: So I guess
1: bleeding issues cause stumbling is what i'm getting i don't know i think um i think stress and anxiety really cause a lot of it but but also i've been under severe stress and other things and and you know if i yell or scream or sing something i don't have a problem when i do accents i don't have a problem singing or 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 speaking so all these strange things and you know like for example, yesterday I was on a, a speaker's playhouse, and like, God, I couldn't say my name yesterday. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I so know. Speaker's playhouse is. I know. It looks and, really and, fast. And like, you know, so like Kimberly Crowe is like saying, like, "Oh, we're here, and here's an amazing speaker, Rajveer. He's so amazing," and I'm like, "I can't say my name," you know, and and you know, so it's it's kind of and the weirdest thing about. Having a speech impediment and and my heart goes out to anybody who's ever dealt with it because you can't help but become a compassionate human being by having some sort of a challenge like this. Because you see you feel the struggle yourself. So then you you can empathize with other people that are going through their struggle. So all the employers and especially corporate companies out there, make sure you hire someone who has any sort of a challenge because they will be the most hardest working and most empathetic that happens a lot you will ever you will ever have corporate companies don't see that unfortunately no they don't and these change and And part of my mission statement sailor is that um even at my last company i I worked the past 11 years for johnson and johnson i worked on big name drugs: imbrufiga zytiga darzlax actually darzlax was my baby i was a worldwide clinical trial operation lead for over three years for that i actually made the kits being sent out to the uh, to the uh, clinical trials for over three years worldwide. So I actually made the kits from scratch, from raw ingredients. Actually, I actually conjugated the antibodies, QC'd them, did the st- 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 stability testing, shipped them out even. So I mean from end to end process, I did all of that. And after three years, when we finally got the results back, it became FDA approved. Darzlax, which is for multiple myeloma, became a $5 billion drug, $5 billion with a B. Wow i can say, i can put my stamp on that you know I'll give myself the victory belt for that because um that's one of my big wins while I was there and since then my gosh we released uh even in two thousand twenty one i just got FDA approval for uh for uh t- t- for uh, for teclistoab that's a uh antibody therapy against uh the multiple multiple myeloma and also carviti which is a cell therapy against against uh the multiple myelomas. Wow! Uh, and so, if if, <clears throat> if I can do all that, and uh, but still, even at a big corporate company like J J that has over 130 thousand employees worldwide, they do not include speech disfluency as a protected disability under the Americans with a, a Disabilities Act.
0: They, yeah, they should do that so, because.
1: That's my mission statement is, I want to do that. I want to make sure we spread the word and we change that policy. Because I think that I've been bullied, even at work, where people, I've heard people down the hall talking uh, 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 behind my back, like one woman I worked with, she was on the phone saying, like, yeah, I think he's got a, I think he's got a psychological problem. What? My God, no. Yep. Yeah. And I remember one of the construction guys. He and his buddy uh, were laughing and cackling down in the hallway, right down the hall from my office. I heard them every single word they were saying. I was so pissed off. I was about to go up to him and take him outside and beat the shit out of him, but instead, Ow. I yes. went and told my manager. I said, "You know, do you hear what this guy's saying? You know, I need to go to HR." And he he actually dissuaded me from that. He stopped me from doing that. He said, "No, no, no, don't worry, just." We know you're a smart guy. You're so good at what you do. Don't don't make problems. Don't make you know uh, we'll behavior is unacceptable. Over. Exactly. That guy should have been fired. And yeah. instead it, it was allowed to continue. So there's in my next book that I come out with, it's gonna be called Hug a Bully, where I talk about the six different types of types of uh, bullying that happen, not just to children, but to adults. And um, I'm gonna add a seventh one. And the seventh one i'm going to call corporate bullying and i've been doing uh, research now on it um and and talking to a lot of people who have been bullied uh not just at school but at home and also at their workplace and you'll be surprised how many managers uh think just by uh them being able to bark orders at people that they're allowed to put people down they're allowed to yell at people they're allowed to uh you know change their hours at will and not compensate employees they're not allowed to so there's a lot of this that goes on because of titles Oh and, yeah. and employees like me against a higher level manager who uh, you know has support from other higher level managers i can't say anything back so that has to change it so, the whole, so the whole t- and, and so there are many companies out there with this toxic bullying culture oh, and that's yes. why companies now hire me to speak at their companies, like, I help managers engage with employees so they don't quit, so we can like, stop, stop the great resignation.
0: That's good. You, I, I, I really like the work that you're doing to provide inclusivity in the workplace and spread the word that <clears throat> even though we may have challenges, it's okay. We can still overcome them. And those yeah. people who don't want to accept you, you know what?
1: That's fine, you know? F them yeah, you know? yeah at this point yeah. i realize now it's like you know the problem is not me it's them so and, it's them. And you know, <laughs> and well, you know look, look 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 i i always tell people like look i'm i'm like a pineapple i'm a little rough on the edges but as soon as you as soon as you get to the inside like that's where all the sweetness and all the goodness is and 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 truly i tell my wife all the time it's like you know my wife is tough man she's like a pistol you know she's she's like very very uh uh you know, tough of the words, and I said, "Like, honey, I'm sensitive. You have to talk nicer to me." And then, yeah. <laughs> and she just laughs at me. <laughs> and you know, but she knows it's 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 that uh, you know, I'm I don't try to act like a tough guy. What I do is I, I you know, especially like in, in like the martial arts, you learn, you know, uh tough love is the way to help people really grow because you tell them what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. You got it. And also, so I like how you use martial arts to
0: defend yourself. I mean, your parents didn't see you doing it. they thought Your mom thought it would be too dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, your, uh, you,
1: you used it to defend yourself and overcome those bullies. Oh, not only yeah. that, martial arts, it's not about fighting. It's about standing up for yourself. It's about gaining the confidence so that <clears> you can be who you want to be. The one thing I tell people that a lot of people don't understand, with, with a speech impediment, you're trapped in your body. There could be 10 people all around me, and it feels like I can't talk because I got like a duct tape over my mouth. Because when you want to come in, you can't. And by the time that split-second passage where you can interject something or answer a question, the moment is missed. The opportunity is missed. So you're trapped in your own body. And that's that feeling of powerlessness and frustration that I think a lot of people don't realize. Um, You know, you hear me right now. There's brief periods where I'll be fluent. And then other times where I'll just get stuck and it'd be a terrible block. And and, and they say, oh, well, yeah, well, it's not so bad. It's not. And I've even had people say like, oh, it's, it's not a real handicap. You know, other people like they don't have limbs or they can't see. And I say, well, it's real to me. I think it's a matter of perception, and I I, I was I furious at that person, so I had to kind of just take the higher and say, you know what? That's a matter of perception. You don't know what a person goes through. That's right. You, and and I walked away because otherwise I would have had a lot more words to say. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. And so, yeah. uh, you so you joined Toastmasters even they didn't care about your stutter they accepted you
1: yep and you won an award i did the past two years um i won the international speech contest uh in my area back-to-back years and i went to the like a division level and was the runner-up so i'm so i was like one round away from like the the the, uh, the, uh, districts where they really start to get in a lot of the big name competition in there so this year, I don't know. I'm going to try it again and see what happens. But I think also, I st- I wanted to get out of Toastmasters because I've been in Toastmasters now for five years. I've been the area director. I've been the pre- president of the Toastmasters chapter at Johnson and Johnson last year. Um, but this year, I wanted to do something new. So I went up this open competition. They had the Ultimate Speakers competition that was in uh, Philadelphia in uh, back in Ju- 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 back in July. Wow. And, um, I went there with three hours sleep and like no, no coffee. Cause I woke up late from a, cause we were just at a w- 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 wedding the evening uh, before. And I luckily took home a third place, <laughs> a third place uh, trophy. So I was very pleased about that. Cause it was a completely cold audience and cold uh, judges who didn't know me. So if I can do that in front of a cold audience and you know, a lot of them thought like, wow, Roger's so poised. And so like he uses his pauses so well. I use the pauses so I don't get stuck in a block. And I take a really deep breath and I try to relax. So those strategic pauses that I was using in between my speech and during my speech. And, um, you know, I, I I think they just kind of work for me because it forces me to slow down and and, and to focus more on here's my... Here's a, oh, here's an explosive consonant coming in. Oh, here's an unvoiced vowel. Uh-oh, here comes an S again, you know, to make sure that we allied into the next M so that we can go smoothly into it. So these are these things that I'm thinking. So when I tell people, you know, when people ask what it's like to feel this, I say, all right, well, here's what you do. Start saying the ABCs and every single other letter. Say, okay, stop, go, stop, go. Say it again twice, go. Okay, and make that one longer. Say that one five times. And, and 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 you can't even get to z yet and they say no. oh my god that's what it's like i say yeah so that's what it's like and that's no. the challenge. so and 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 like you said earlier seller you know you know people have to stand up to their fear i mean the whole reason why i have training workshops and i do a mindset mind shift mastery is that you know fear stands for face everything and rise That's
0: a good acronym. If, yeah. you do, if you don't stand up to it, a- you'll never conquer it, right, Tyler? As well. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, and Tyler, you're still here, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yep. You have to stand up to the fear, and Tyler, I know you have very similar stories in school with how they put you in. Re- they wanted to put you in resource classes. I'll, I'll, I'll give Tyler the floor a bit. So, Tyler, tell Roger about you.
1: Yeah. So I was blind, of course, Uh and uh, that's all I was, was blind. And the school didn't know how to teach me, and they thought that I needed resource classes. And my mom said, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of similar to your story a little bit, except I didn't have a problem with stuttering. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, a lot of people think that. And, And it's unfortunate, a lot of the school systems here in the U.S., um, they underestimate
1: students a lot in a lot of ways when they shouldn't. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And I would love to change the way teachers teach and how they understand students with, with, uh, with uh, challenges because um, th- instead of teaching them with kid gloves, like, oh, you poor thing, you're broken, and let's make things easy for you. No, I don't want that. I mm-hmm. never wanted that. Yeah. No. Um, I remember in all the in all the uh, speaker n- 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 networking groups that we're in, you know, when they tell people it's like, "Hey, everybody gets forty five seconds," and and so somebody asked me like, "Hey, would you like some extra time because of your uh, 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 speech issues?" I said, "No, I want one standard, and if I screw up, it's on me. Yeah, nobody else."
0: So you told him. Yeah, at the speaker's playhouse when Kimberly calls you to the mic, you just say,
1: No, I want the same amount of time. Hell yeah. Yeah, because yeah. look, nobody wants special treatment. I yeah. want to be seen for the skills I have, not for the challenges I have. I and hear I it. that. We, we want right? that as well. Yep. And 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 and, and, and here's 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 yeah. one of my quotes I, I told to my clients. Now I, I started a Victory Mindset Academy a couple of years ago. And I've had clients where I helped to shift shift their mindset because after 38 years of teaching in the martial arts, I've seen that students go from a white belt mind lock to a black belt mind shift. And when you, when you help people with that mind shift, you know, that can translate into business. It can translate to life. It can translate to relationships. So a lot of people don't realize more than 95% of business development is really personal development. Because you have to understand people, yeah. the psychology, the psychology of connection and engagement, how to pay attention. I mean, God gave us two ears and one mouth. But anybody out there that's a sanguine speaker, you know, they end up you know, talking a lot more than they pay attention to others, right? And learning how to listen, how to how to how to pay attention with empathy. Uh, for Eat. example, a lot of people listen so they can answer back; they don't listen Absolutely. to understand.
0: Makes sense. Yeah, always. And you're right. I don't. I don't realize this too. I mean, uh, like I'm starting a business too. It yeah. also it, there's also personal development involved as well because I'm I'm learning how to um, understand what
1: people want. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 like a lot of people don't realize too. It's like you know you have to continually do personal development. Go ahead, Tim. Or, or I'm oh, sorry. Um, it never stops. You yeah. Yeah. Well, look, if you asked me six years ago, hey, Raja, would you, uh, you know, six years ago, I was just happily working in the lab quietly, and I didn't want to talk in front of my lab team. I didn't want to have to give presentations. I'm like, oh, man, do I have to? And then, you know, one of my, one of my coworkers, she and I worked on a big project together, um, I actually got injured from it. I, I hurt both of my r- r- rotator cuffs because I was doing the work of two people. And, um, and when it came time to do the presentation, um, I wasn't even, you know, asked to present it. And they kept my name off of the front page of the PowerPoint slide deck. I, my name was all the way in the last page when half the slides <laughs> up there were mine. Ah. That's when I decided, so, you know, what? I'm going to freaking do something about this because this will this can't happen again. Yeah. And that's when I joined Toastmasters because that was 2016. So in 2017, <clears throat> I found out about Toastmasters. I said, all right, I'm going to do this and just – I'm going to run after this full force and see what I can do with it. And, um, you know, now I'm a uh, l- 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 level five pathway certified uh, like international coach and a certified coach. And um, not only that, now I'm an award-winning speaker and I've done a TEDx and uh, not only that, um, I've been the uh, pr- president of of the uh, TEDx of the, uh, of the Toastmasters um, uh, uh, chapter of Johnson and Johnson. I was an area director, and now I'm working on building up my speaking uh, skills and speaking to live audiences. And
0: beautiful, and yeah. I'm, I'm doing that as oh, well. Yeah. And I want to ask you: Are you, I'm go- are you going to? speaker's playhouse live in Dallas. Cause I'll be there.
1: Maybe, maybe we're trying to see what could happen. My wife actually wants to go to India and take my daughter. So uh, unfortunately the timing doesn't work out for us. I, I really wanted to be there. So I will try. We'll yeah. see. Cause then I got to bring my son with me and take him out of school too. So I got to <laughs> figure out how all this is going to work. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it is, it is on my bucket list. I do want to be there. So we'll, we'll, we'll try. But, but if someone asked me five years ago that, all this stuff, you know, would you want to be a speaker? Would you want to r- 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 write a book and be in a movie? And you know, it was it, it was after all that. I think that you know, there, there's Sailor uh, Intent, like you know, um, it, 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 there's a great phrase from like one of my mentors, Mark Horvathson, who passed away a couple years ago, and he says that you know, small hinges swing big doors, and, right. and 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 all it takes is a small choice you make a choice and the trajectory of your life can change. Yes. It's, all it takes. Indeed. it's a small choice. So right now, the best thing about, hu- about being human, about having free will is you can always make a choice. You are never trapped. No. In fact, you know what? My book, which is not out yet, but working on it. Unbox me today. It's all about this box of fear that people um, are trapped in. And, and it's, this box of fear is made by our education, by our upbringing, by our culture, by our parents, by our friends, coworkers, by society, by social media, and the news, and many more things. And a lot of it are lies. I tell my children yes, all the time, yeah. do not believe everything on the internet. No. There's a lot of <laughs> fake gurus out there, fake influencers, a lot of fake things on the internet, and YouTube videos, which are just sheer nonsense. Um, and, and, the internet's and so, not always valid. No, no. Yeah, and so you know we have to protect ourselves. And part of that is people don't want to realize there's a, uh, when I was teaching martial arts, I really understood. I finally understood this uh, a difference. So no matter what challenge you have out there, you need confidence, but you also need high self-esteem, and there's a difference. So imagine there's a there's a little cat. Looking into a mirror, that is yeah. outward, outward self-esteem. But but, but you know the, the cat itself thinks itself of as a lion, right? Right. What about vice versa? What about everybody else sees this gigantic lion, but in the m- 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 mirror, this lion sees itself as like a little kitten. Wow, mine has low self-esteem. So there's a big difference. So when we teach our children, oh, just get all A's and you'll be great. Just just win this achievement and you'll be great. Well, that's external. That is confidence. That's what other people's attention is on you. So when you focus on external confidence, you still haven't you still haven't dived deep enough to work on that inner self-esteem. And that is what will truly transform you. But self-esteem so, is internal. Yeah. So so. I'm not developing a new signature talk. I've been I've been talking for the past uh, year or more about how to flip your fear to to your superpower. And that's really about my journey now. About how you heard back and Sailor, you were there too back in August. I found out about Speakers Playhouse in what June. Yeah, I joined Playful Out in July. And yeah. in August. I decided. You know what? Uh, I know people are trying to sell programs for ten thousand dollars to get you on a hundred stages in a year. That's only two a week. What if I did four a week? I could do it in half the time, so uh-huh. uh, you know why can't they do that? So I said in August, hey, for the I'm going to try to do a hundred interviews in six months, and just see what happens. And I told everybody I have no clue how I'm going to do it, but I went from one I went from one training a week I was doing for my for my clients, just usual entrepreneur stuff, how to set up your copy uh, uh, your copywriting, how to set up your autoresponders, how to you know. Make uh, posts in Canva, how to do your social media marketing, all those kind of things, and I, I still switched over on that too. Yeah, and so I decided to shift it into you know what? If I give my stage and let and I interview more people, I think I can expand my reach and my brand even faster. And rather than trying to focus on being on somebody else's shows, so that's what I did, and I didn't do it in six months. I actually did my first hundred in about in under four months. And then last week, go, watch and last week, guess what? I hit episode two hundred and four in five months. And your podcast, right? Yep, two hundred four interviews in five months. And what's your podcast called? So, it's not a podcast. It's a live stream. So, on my live stream show, it's called Freedom Coaching Live, and you can you can you can watch all the old uh, live streams as well, all the archives in the mind shift Mastery group on Facebook so you just search for yeah. mind shift mastery group and and, uh, and you'll see me on stage saying "Believe it and become it because that's and, really and, what I really
0: and obviously Tyler, we may do live streams too I and mean, like of course yeah. uh, um we're in the podcasters connect and collaborate. We're in the podcasting for partners blueprint. We have a real variety of radio station. Maybe some of the stuff is just a branch of our business. We may want to switch over to live streams eventually, which I'm figuring out things as they go. And
1: yeah, I love live streams because when when, when you're live, you thrive. And then when you take, action, You know, you get traction in your life. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And, um, and, Roger, if you have any products you want to promote, I see some
1: mm-hmm. in
0: your bio here. I, you know, I'm putting these in the show notes as well. Um, your programs, hire me, varies based on time, location, event, schedule,
1: pre-show call.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a page. There's a, you have different tiers. Yeah, actually, the best thing is what I can do is I can give you my link to my, um, to my bio, and then that way, at the bottom of that, it has my products in there, so. I have it, uh, I, I have, I'm leaving you bio now, I have Oh, it. perfect, yeah, so what you have down there, at the bottom, you see, um, I give it a free, group, a, a, a free gift, there's a PDF if you wanna learn the, some basic like business development tools, how you set up your marketing and your seminars. Um, I have an award-winning the um, masterclass I do, every Tuesday night and, and we shift each week what we do. Uh, last week we did uh, mind shifting uh, this week. We're coming up with, we're, 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 we're going to do the speaker confidence workshop and, and uh, speaking with evaluations afterwards. And then after that, we're going to do a deep dive into more of a, a business mindset training. And then the fourth week of each month, is going to be my um, five mind shifts of a world champion. So that, Really goes into that deep dive of what were the five tips that I used, five strategies that I used to become a like Olympic uh, qualifier and to, and to make the Olympic team when I was 18 years old. Wow. So, and, and that stuff stays with you.
0: It does. And yeah, yeah. And so um, I can participate in these courses
1: too, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and you see the uh, prices are all there it's a very low investment. It's pretty easy. Even the first one, I say people like, you know, um, I was thinking about whether or not I should charge for it every single month for that. I said, no, here's, here's what you do. You can either do like $19 a month, or you can just pay $97 for the whole year. And you oh, get wow. it four, times,
0: four awesome. times. Every
1: Tuesday, every and, month. And, and that's another opportunity to really grow. It, we're going to mastermind a lot
0: because maybe, uh, if you want, like, we're still learning affiliate marketing, all that, maybe you and I actually, can, can work together. You can work. We, you and I, can work together. Um, we can figure out how. Like, um, Tyler, help me explain this.
1: How to become an affiliate for my program? Yeah.
0: Yeah you that. you can you can pay me for promoting yep, your program absolutely. and vice versa.
1: Yeah, Isn't that right, and Tyler? look, here is actually I have links for that. So uh here is uh. If you're able to grab it from the chat here, I'll post it here. Here are the two okay. affiliate links, uh, and you can partner up here with me. Awesome. All right. So once you get those partner links, you have to sign up. If you have any a family problem with it, just tell me, and I'll I'll just a- enter you myself um, m- manually, and I'll send you the link. So that way, like it will save you awesome. save you the headaches. Okay.
0: Yeah. Great. Great. And uh, And so. this this is a journey we're all on together and I'm absolutely I'm so excited um for what's to come and we all have gifts and just things are just awesome it's just great and now uh Roger do you do you work do you still work for a company now or have
1: you left the corporate world and you're working for yourself nope nope. I've left the corporate world and this is just me now with a victory mindset academy so all my programs fall under the uh Victory Mindset Academy.com. victorymindsetacademy.com, victorymindsetacademy.com. And, yeah. and so everybody that wants to really learn about that go there there's a free fast action mindset course there it's uh, a 15 yeah. minutes long you get five modules it's like you know three minutes each and to give you some fast action takeaways because i think when you get fast action that's when you get traction in your life so take some action gain some traction
0: yeah, oh, yeah. There. there you that's go awesome yeah and because yeah, we Roger, you, me, and Tyler, we have big
1: goals for this year, and I know we're gonna accomplish them. Oh, awesome! Very good. And, yeah. and listen, let me. And also, oh my God, I forgot to tell you guys. Um, uh, anybody out there that has some kind of a challenge, whether it be physical, mental, trauma, or financial, you know, they they went gone broke and came back, or or anything. Um, I'm gonna be uh, holding. Holding a summit, um, uh, February 22nd, 23rd, 24th. And, uh, we're still looking for speakers. Uh, there's only half the slots are already taken, uh, by people that have said like, you know, please keep me in stock. Keep me, you know. So, so I'm doing that. Um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a pay to play event. And, uh, and, but, and there's also an upgrade possible for, uh, for like being in the Amazing Humans Anthology book. Volume one. So the Amazing Humans Anthology is going to be Aha Volume one. So if you want your Aha moment in the Aha book, now's your chance to do it because we're going to make it a best selling book on Amazon, like without a Ooh,
0: doubt. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: because it, it's because it needs to be heard. There's so many amazing people out there who have incredible stories, you know. And I don't want to. I don't want this to be a rah rah book and inspire me. And then nobody forgets the next day. I want it to be about inspire me for five minutes. And then the next half an hour, I want to perspire. I want to hear what's the skills, what's the strategies you learned that you can improve your business or your program or your job or your relationship. Right? So it's going to be, it's going to be really a, a dynamic. It's going to be educational and entertaining at the same time. Beautiful. You there you go. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I, I another, another question I had, you know, my yeah. one of my favorite sub speakers playhouse yeah. when the music plays. It's time for a <laughs> <laughs> Have you done that before? <laughs> Give a yeah, drop. Yeah, it's fun.
1: Have you, have, you, have you dropped stuff in Speaker's Playhouse before? Not yet. I was going to. And 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 oh. then I got caught up with uh, so many other things that I need to do. So I hope uh, to do it one point. day. I hope to yeah. do it. I hope to do it one day. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, and, but I highly like, recommend if anybody hasn't done so, you know, join Playful Out. You know, that's a great program. That's part of it. Um, and uh, also, I mean, and and, and and join up with my – I have an um, eight-week course called Mind Shift Mastery Adventure, which will really reset the way you think about your life, the way you show up in your life. And that's really, I think, my my, my core program. And it's not a cheap program because it, it doesn't give cheap results. But for the people that it's the right fit, that's where you really want to go to because – that's where you're going to find out that a lot of the things that you've been doing, you've been programmed wrong that's and right. your brain, like, like a computer, you can be reprogrammed. It can, you can yeah. definitely break those habits and make new ones. It's amazing. Oh yeah. So your brain can be rewired. Wow. Absolutely. Yes, well, it well, can. Well, think about it this way. I I, I gave a speech a couple years ago and I used this analogy. Your brain is kind of like, like a train on train tax, train, train tracks. And then, you know, the train can only go where the tracks relate. But if you learn the strategies where you can rewire your brain, you can pick up the train tracks, put them somewhere else, and now your train of thought can go where you want it to go because you chose where you want to go. That's a good analogy there.
0: It's a great analogy. Yeah. hmm Wow. Well, wonderful. So um, I guess if nothing else, that title, do you have any questions for our guest? <laughs>
1: Mm, I don't think so. Well,
0: <laughs> to, well I guess um, we'll go ahead and close out, but before we do, we like to ask a customary ending question. Sure. Is anybody that's struggling right now, like what advice would you give them?
1: I would say fight to live. Because no one else is gonna do it for you. You gotta fight for yourself. Fight Amen. to live. Yeah. It is your right. And that's the thing I think a lot of people for, for, forget is that I'm, I'm giving you permission to fight for your life because no one else would do it for you. And that's really what it's about. And, and, and I think a lot of, I remember growing up and just being very alone and lonely thinking this, why me? And, you know, how come I'm the only person with this problem? And, you know, first thing is understand you are not alone. Second thing, you are allowed to stand up for yourself and become more. No one can hold you back except yourself. And when you decide that, remember, small hinges swing big doors. When you make that choice, everything will change. So go make that choice. Yeah. So Coach Raja, yeah. you know, don't fake it till you make it. Believe yeah. it. Become it. You're in control of your life. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, you're, you're in control Amen. of your life. Amen. All right. Well, thank so, you so much. Well, thank you so much. I got to next meeting. Give it up for Roger, Roger Roger everyone on Help Without Sight.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Help Without Sight with Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans and got a lot of takeaways from this podcast. We hope you feel renewed, inspired, and encouraged, like you can just carry on and conquer the world. Please hit the subscribe button on all platforms
1: and tell your friends and family to do the
0: same. And in the meantime, blessings to all.